0: This is the Machination Log for May 16th, 2016. This is David Paddock, solo. Good morning, fellow machinists. I'm back from a week-long two-pronged vacation that I took to Las Vegas and Reno, respectively. Uh, In Vegas, I visited my grandparents, which I probably don't do often enough, as well as my brother Patrick, which I put a little podcast up about that. And then I spent the second half of that trip, after the prim austerity of a grandparent's house uh, in Reno at the biggest little fur con, which is the fastest growing furry convention on the planet right now, I believe. Uh, I don't think they got to 4,000. They're they're still in the 3,000 range, but that's still a lot of people in one place celebrating what it is we celebrate. And unfortunately, as you guys may have noticed, even though I brought a mic setup and recording equipment with me, I didn't actually put any snippets of that experience out on the podcast yet. And that's because I didn't record any. Despite the fact that I'm a furry and that may be the most eccentric thing about my personality just from a general cultural perspective, I don't talk about it very much. And that is for the really lame reason that it is just hard to talk about. There were several people that I met at this convention, several that I met, several that I knew who would um, were willing to talk on record about being a furry and being at a convention like this. but there's just everyone has this it's not a bizarre consensus, it's just a very real consensus that it's hard to know what to talk about with a convention of this of this particular kind. Um, and I am currently trying to break through that. In a more solo fashion, I've been typing out an essay to try to evince this experience beyond having a normal human being ask me a question and answer about the experience. Because I've already done that once. I did that with Thomas, if you haven't listened to that. That was Midwest FurFest last year, uh, which should be searchable on the site. But it's so hard to write about. I mean, I, I personally, on just about any subject... I can write 500 well-vetted, edited, rhetorically sound words in an hour. And I spent a layover and the entirety of the flight back from Reno to my home in Orlando staring at my laptop screen trying to put together a coherent experiential journal. And um, I got about 800 words done there. Now, granted... That was in a cabin of an airplane, which despite Southwest uh, having more legroom than most was still not all that spacious. And, of course, the social pressure of having people next to me who would potentially look over and see the things that I was writing is uh, not conducive to flowy rhetoric. But um, its I've tried to do this before. And this is not a cop-out, mind you. I am absolutely going to keep trying to write this because, um, I mean, even beyond the people who have asked me about it in the past, I I want to try to be able to relate this experience. Uh, So I'm going to keep working on that. Prior to that, I'll probably put out something about bingo because um, it's a fascinating game for those of you who have either not played or are under the impression that it is just for old people. And I will, I mean, I will say it is definitely for old people, but that's not the point. There's, there's something there, but, um, No, regardless, the podcast will go back to its irregularly scheduled three times a week progression. And I know we're going to have more people on it because I am going to stop with a scheme that I should have never implemented for trying to get guests on the podcast. Um, As anyone who does event organization knows, if you want to go to a party, you have to throw that party. Um, I have a group of people that have been on the podcast before and a pool of other people that I potentially want to have on the podcast at some point. And a little while ago, I told them, you know what, let's just open the floodgates because I do this podcast on a non-regular basis. Just tell me what you want to talk about. We'll set up a time and maybe find some other people and we'll just make it happen. And the problem is that that feels like it is granting a freedom to the people you're asking, but that's a false freedom. In reality, you've actually added a social pressure to the situation, which is already quite awkward. Talking on the air is a daunting thing to do. Um, So what it – and it feels like I was doing everyone else a favor by giving them the option to just tell me what they want to talk about. But that forgets about the responsibility that they have to now come up with a topic that they think I will think is acceptable – And even though I try to do what I can to make it seem like I am willing to talk about anything as long as they want to talk about it, you can only bring that, it's not an illusion, Um, you can only bring that impression so far. So, as a lesson to those of you who do or do not know this or need to relearn it, as I apparently do, um, it is not arrogant to choose which restaurant we should eat at, it's not arrogant to choose a topic of conversation. Someone has to do it, and someone is waiting for someone else to do it. People want to follow. And you should lead when you can. So, there we go. Instead of just being a fully housekeeping episode, this episode actually has some degree of a moral. So, I guess that's a win. Uh, And with that, I have a lot more cleanup to do because this, uh, this house hasn't really had anyone taking care of it for a week, so... I am going to get back to that. And unfortunately, I guess I already said good morning, everyone. So now I need a new back-end tagline. And I have no idea what to go with. I'm pretty sure work makes you free is already taken. Um, I'll have to workshop that later. Uh, Anyway, have a good week.